How's it going, Mike? Excellent. After three months of traveling the world and leaving us for a little bit. Yeah, it was cool. I uh, I was on tour. I, I was out with A23. Uh, Assemblage 23? Yeah, Assemblage 23. Uh, they, 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 uh, we, it was a really good year for us. We, um, we had a, a, a top 10... I think we were a couple weeks on top 10 billboard chart this year with, so uh, on awesome. the album. Yeah, it was really crazy. I, I, if you would have asked me, you know, years ago, if I ever thought I would be in a band that, that could, that would have that, you know, uh, kind of thing happen for him, I would have, you know, I wouldn't have believed you. But, uh, so that was cool. We did 31 dates around the U S and Canada and, uh, it was great. Some sold out shows. Uh, did you, you know, see any weird shit? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I did, um, <laughs> you know, I have to hear these stories. Yeah, well, we I haven't mean, really talked about some too much about it. Yeah, more the uh, um, so I saw so Paul and I, Paul's the keyboard player for Assemblage 23. Um, he uh, he and I were in the van, you know, so uh, or Casey was driving, and uh, we looked out the window and we saw like. To me and Paul, it both looked like a cigar shape. It was it was behind us, and we had to like look kind of like you know b- behind and out the window. Was it just like a figure, like a like a dark? No, shape? so it was daytime. It was like it was probably like noon or so. We were somewhere between Chicago and wherever we were going next. I don't uh, down south. Yeah. So um, uh, we I, we both Paul was actually the one who said it and Paul isn't Paul's not like you know I'm the one that everyone's like oh he's gonna talk about aliens I'm sure like he's gonna bring it don't up talk to... about them yeah, yeah, he's yeah, gonna... yeah. he'll never shut up yeah exactly no believe me that's me too no, yeah and especially on like 12 hour drives across between between towns in the Midwest it's really like so um I I Paul said it and he was like hey turn around look there's like this cigar shaped thing up there and I and I looked up and I saw it and it could have like at first I was like oh it's probably a plane and you just start you just, you can't see the wings you know because of the glare from the sun or whatever but it moved very strangely like where it 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 
it altered speed in a way that I hadn't really seen a, noticed a plane do before, like going between slow and fast quickly. And then it like kind of ducked behind clouds and then emerged at a, like a, a different angle a little bit. Hmm. And, but it was like, it was still in that, cause I, I you know, it, it wouldn't have been that unusual for a plane to do that for like a military plane. I would right. imagine because it like, cause of the, some of the, the speed and maneuvering that was happening. But from what I could see, it looked like a commercial, like seven, four, you know, like, like a, a big, big plane. Yeah. Like a, like a plane. You, you not able to make those type of maneuvers. Right. Then. And then just for the angles that I saw it seemingly move at, like I should have seen wings at some point. Like, so it was a little odd, but again, I was also like looking behind it through, through like tinted windows through a, you know, through a touring van. So it was tough because, you know, I'm not going to have the merch guy yeah. you know, in case you pull over, pull over. To, to look at this thing on the freeway. You know, if I was there. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that was that. was that was that. that. But yeah, it was a really good tour. It was fun. Awesome. Well, we missed you. Thanks. I missed you guys. And, uh, you know, what, uh, what uh, I mean, what were you up to? You did a bunch of stuff. I have been doing a bunch of stuff, including um, recently working with NASA. Oh. Doing, I um, started... With their, um, I started attending their NASA social events, which is really cool program that basically anyone can apply for. And I've been applying for now like the whole last year. And while you're gone, of course, I get invited to go to Virginia and see a real flying object, yeah. which was our Orion space capsule. Oh, that's dope. Which is the new capsule which is supposed to go to Mars. And they did a water drop test in uh, Virginia at the Langley Center, and we got a nice tour. I got to cry in front of the director, which I tweeted, and he retweeted me, and he later <laughs> consulted me to make sure I was all out of tears, and we shared a beer at the, uh, at the Afterburner Bar at NASA Langley, which was probably a big highlight so far. So Gee, that's right. I was so excited. I met so many people, and hopefully some people that we might have on the show, too. Yeah, you're too. telling me. I mean, that's a pretty yeah, huge... Yeah, so, so I met so many fun people, so many cool people that are doing the same thing as well as doing completely different things but are still so interested in the NASA, um, just the space community, and just putting the word out there. So, um, yeah, the NASA Social Program is a really awesome program that I think everybody should try and look into if you have a really good social media following and presence it's a really fun thing because basically anyone can can sign up and and get invited to these events and how long are you out there um for two days okay by the way that's tommy hi hi tommy our our awesome new producer i'm still here producer tom i actually have a job now this time Woo! (laughs) so if it sounds like shit it's all my fault so how how have you been you uh you were You've been doing anything? Uh, <laughs> You've been doing anything? <laughs> Something happened to well, you? Well, between you, my job and I'm, I'm a full-time college student now, and so that takes up a lot of my time already. But and, well, you also started a new podcast while we were away as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I started an atheist podcast with uh, uh, Jacob John called Drinking Beers with God. And Jacob was on our last episode as well. So, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was very informal. Uh, and it was really hard to go back and listen to myself because there are a lot of times I tripped up on my own words, things like that. So, yeah. oh yeah, you're always your own worst critic. But yeah, it was, well, it was like I was saying, I really, I really kicked myself because after listening to the last episode, I realized I made a big boo boo where I talked about the last 
Apollo mission being Apollo 17, which, or Apollo 16, which is not right because it's Apollo 17. So sorry to anybody that caught that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I'm that's... still killing myself over it. <laughs> but hey, yeah. we're that's all the, learning. That, that's we're the all learning. We're having fun. Well, you must have done something good but, because um, you, you, you went from one podcast episode on your own to producing a, a podcast now with three episodes. Well, I think that's probably just because you're lazy and you didn't want to do it. <laughs> we definitely needed somebody to, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and also working, working the... from home, uh, I just have a lot more uh, time for this kind of stuff than uh, you guys do. So it's a lot easier for me to make sure that everything is set up and ready to go. Like I said before, I'm lucky to have two awesome musicians and sound guys and DJs and just overall. I mean, really honestly, that's, that's, that's the majority guys. of what I do with my time when when I actually manage to get out of the house. I'm probably DJing downtown. I DJ with your wife, of course, and then uh, I'm starting a new night uh, at the Winch with Stubby uh, in January. Oh, so that'll be fun. What are you guys playing? Uh, it's just all, it's all, uh, I, I'm going to try to keep it or like between like 94 and, uh, 2005 electronica. Oh, all right. Cool. All right. All right. Sweet. I mean, and, and that's the whole gamut though. I mean, that's techno trance house, what, whatever was popular at the time. I'll go. But yeah, it's my bag. I'll put on my kick wears. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than that, um, just, uh, did, I did the, um, uh, pushing buttons. Oh, oh my God! That's where you bring a. For those of you who don't don't know, uh, drum machine uh, performances is a thing. So if you do like beatbox, con- computer controller music, right. uh, you know. Um, so for me, for being my first time, I literally like I. I it's I, like a battle, right? Uh, the, for the producers there, they have basically what they have is they have three producers up top, and they give them a sample, and they have three hours to make a song. Okay. And then at the end, the audience decides whose song's the best, given the amount of time. Uh, for me, I was just a guest performer, so I actually literally like walked in there with my uh, trigger finger and my laptop, and I had changed a song so I could just trigger it and play it live. And for my first time, I was up there for six minutes, played a song, everybody cheered, it was a lot of fun, and if they liked it, I'll go back with maybe more material. Dude, that's right. So, it was yeah. a lot of fun. That's Awesome. Awesome. So what are we getting into today? All right. Well, I mean, we got we got two really big topics going on in the news. Oh yeah. Okay. So let's well, large larger show overview for those of you who want to know what you're getting into here. We're gonna get into Mars, all things Mars. Uh, Rosie and I have been on a, on a Rosie and I have been on Mars kick lately. Very much so. Um, you know, so we'll get into some cool some cool running around with that. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, let's get the, let's talk about the, uh, the elephant in the room, the new president, right? Our new president elected this week. All right. So big president, let's, elect- let's big surprise for everybody. Yeah, we'll, apparently. Let's, we'll, 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 you know, <laughs> someday I'm already on lists, I'm sure. So just in case, uh, yeah, I won't say anything to, 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 what do you bad. mean you're on a list? <laughs> Oh, we're all on this. Come on, but uh, you, you hearing this? So, so I, I uh, the only thing that went through my head when he said that was like, here we go. Yeah, it's no. got to start somewhere. Oh, I'll talk. Oh, it'll start in the beginning. I no, don't care if he's in front of me. So yeah, I, I'm I mean, always right behind me. With what? So whatever personal opinions aside. Okay, this this uh, uh, na- uh, he won. 
He won. We can't keep crying about it. It sucks. So but. let's let's talk about a, a specific uh, a topic that's close to our hearts here. And so, what does it mean for space? What is I mean, space if it can run away from the situation, it I'm sure it will. But uh, you know, is 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 a Donald Trump presidency going to kill um, NASA? Is it gonna is it gonna be helpful? I mean, wh what happens? Well. So we haven't really had too much come out of the news yet, but he has talked about how he does want to, he does want to explore space, uh, but he doesn't really want to stick to Mars. He almost wants to go further than Mars and find aliens, apparently. I saw that story. I saw that story on the, uh, I mean, I think lots of people, I think a few people reported that, but, but I, I could, I think that was the star or the star UK. I think that was, is where I saw it. I'm I don't reading know. Forbes like right what, now. You're reading Forbes? It's so on Forbes. Who actually said like, that's crazy. Um, yeah. When I saw that, I thought that was, I thought that was like, ah, oh, someone's making that up. That's crazy. Well, it's right. a, he, wa he wants to go back to the moon. Okay. Because he's some sort of like yeah, but Mars, but the moon is not as sustainable as Mars. Mars has water, at least some sort of something we can work with. I suppose we can go back to the moon just to train to do other type, other type of um, of of exercises. But it it's just a waste. It's just like we're going back in time. We cut we cut the moon pro the Apollo program for a reason. Okay, so because we wanted to go further. But all right. So what if there? Uh, but okay. So there's nothing of any value on the moon. Sure. But I mean, it it just seems like the cost of space. I mean, the biggest cost for space is getting out of the atmosphere, right? I mean, basically, I mean, that's... The, the, well, not just I mean, that, but to hold... I mean, landing and stuff is a whole other thing now. But but just pre previously, that's where a lot of money is. That's where a lot of environmental... Well, the big the big money right the now is, from, is right? the rockets. I mean, the, the size of the rockets to take, you know, we want to be able to take as much as we can to Mars. So we need a big rocket, but we also need a cheap way to use them over and over again, as well as a cheap way to just get the most up so there's that but what about i remember a long time ago someone was trying to develop uh like nanofibers that could uh you know basically act as a big rope and we could put a big like uh pedestal in space kind of thing right and you could yeah, do like hoist it, stuff it, up. it would literally work like almost like a sling like a slingshot okay, so right. so now if i'm thinking about how to map out the future of space travel here i would rather see a scenario i mean i think it might would, wouldn't it make more sense to try to develop that technology first so then you can build every you know you can pull all the real heavy stuff up so you don't have to blast it out of the atmosphere so basically like what china was saying hey let's build a big elevator right like like start with like a like a low orbit earth space station that you could assemble ships in well, like like star trek stuff like start but start but it can't assemble big ships or anything so like what if you would like a isn't that how star trek works like don't they assemble ships up in up in space already they make the ships here in iowa uh, do they just so you guys know uh, what yeah, about the well, ships are made in iowa oh. and then they they fly them up in star yeah. trek but they don't but they don't build it down here and then and then no, fly they build it them. they build them on earth and then they fly them up what oh all right and then they have a big station that they all park at 
All right. It just seems to me like it and would be. They do I, I saw a Star they Trek where they were building one. I saw. Space. I know. I saw well, a movie. Re- I saw they a do movie. maintenance and they fix them up there. Uh, but when know. they start, they build. Ugh, come on, you guys. We can talk about that all day. <laughs> you can search well, it. it, it to, the manufacturers in well, Iowa. <laughs> well, to get back to the original point, I think uh, I, I think you really struck a chord with that because to me, the thing that makes the most sense is negating the cost of getting out of our atmosphere. So to me, th- what makes most sense before, and we'll get into the It's topic. better for the environment and stuff right. too, right? And we'll get, and of course, we're going to get into talking about getting to Mars and what everybody's plans for that are. But at the end, of the, to me, common sense says one step at a time. First, yes. negate the cost to get outside of our atmosphere, yeah. whatever technology that it's is. It's whatever. outside of our atmosphere all the time. We have expeditions going to ISS, which is... Right, but I'm talking about being able to mass export materials and uh, not necessarily we, people, but materials and. Uh, we do that what, already. We have not, commercial cargo going to the ISS. Not the, cheaply. All the time. Yeah, you're talking millions well, upon millions of dollars. Well, Elon Musk, we're doing it cheaper than we've ever been able to but, because he's able to land rockets. But that's what I'm. Right, but, but see, uh, what I'm. That's, at, my, what, that, that's my point, though, is negating the cost so it doesn't cost millions. Right. I would like it if they could. If they could export materials into space or to the moon, for that matter, for the cost it would take to for FedEx to deliver a comic book to my house, right? Well, because I th- I liked I liked that idea of just establishing like a big uh, like a like a hoist and a and a freight liner or something in space that just like picks stuff up. Right. To me, it makes a lot more. It, it, it makes a lot easier. Far to be- Bases? Yeah, no, I totally understand. But but that but how much cheaper would it be to invest the billions and tr- or trillions of dollars, who knows, to to do that would it be cheaper than the billions or trillions of dollars we're going to invest to get to get up there anyway? I think it would cost about the same. And, if w- not and what more. if but and so what then if one's we, more one's got to be better for the environment. Because, but then hold on, what <laughs> if we industrialized the moon and made that basically a big a factory? Station. Yeah. So all of those uh, carbon Mars. issues with building the rockets and everything else isn't affecting our atmosphere because we're transporting the materials to because the moon that's going to be a thing if you have like then it gets built and then you leave company. from the moon yeah no because if you have a hundred companies now trying to fly like there's not right now but let's just say in the next 20 years there's you know two dozen three dozen companies that are actually doing rockets all the time and there's commercial rockets or things like that that's going to be ridiculous on and with what it's going to do to the environment at some point i mean right. especially with the not i mean well, they're, that's they're, why elon musk's plan is the most logical because he's building rockets that he's already he's gonna reuse Next sure but year, but those still but but i'm them. saying so they still have thrust and stuff and they still pot they, they still they're t- reusable saving billions of dollars right but uh, but yeah i'm saying but they still have exhaust and stuff i'm saying we need to tra- we, we need to figure out i i don't think getting to getting to mars with what we have now is that i mean it seems that practical i mean with the amount of money they're talking about raising either these companies are really going to have to work together or, oh, because definitely. it just seems unlikely. They're NASA, saying that, there's no way that NASA's going to be able to get there by themselves. Right, because the figures sure. the figures that everyone's calculating to actually get to Mars are out so outrageous that the, the amount of money it would take anyway, and they're probably wrong because everyone always underquotes. So uh, for for stuff like that. So I mean, for me, it just seems like, hey, it's it's because everyone wants to see it in our lifetime. It's that all we want to see, uh, you know, Mars. It, it, but it's probably not realistic. I mean, what if like. What if our generation's meant to build the frame, the foundation that gets to Mars? Oh, no, I mean, we weren't even trying the, to do this the, 20 years ago. <laughs> right. I was right. just telling my cousin today, her son, he is 10, 11 years old. I'm like, your son is the generation. 
get him to study science because his the his generation the the kids that he's going to school with those are the be those are going to be the kids that are going to Mars. Right. I mean, we'll be able to watch it if we're still alive. I mean, I honestly am now dedicated to live my last day until I can save enough money to to follow Elon Musk on his uh, colonization plan <laughs> and buy my ticket and die on Mars. But if that can't happen, I know at least the younger generation that is here now, they're definitely going to be the ones to get yeah, there. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, hopefully if they're lucky. I mean, <laughs> if uh, nuclear war, you know, for climate me, change For me, it's, it's, first, it's almost the, it's a wild card the analogy of uh, instead of worrying about how best to power a city, we should be worried about how to make a really reliable light bulb Yeah. right now. So to me, it's... Just seems How like we're skipping we, so many steps that probably right. you know it's 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 like the original space you know the 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 uh, original race to the moon it was more of who could do it first versus and that's what's going on now with all right. these private companies it's all about the private companies and, and when, now. But from a strategic standpoint let's say there aren't bases on the moon uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> let's so uh, but but I mean wouldn't you want I mean if the prospects of coming in contact with extraterrestrials are getting more and more likely in the mainstream as everyone's suggesting it is just with statistics and and, and whatnot at some point it's possible that we're going to meet somebody who's more hardcore than us and maybe the moon is a tactical advantage maybe that's like you know I you know and on the other hand if if it seems like a know, blind spot at the very least like if like someone was going to come try to get us they'd hide behind the moon right and then again it may also be another star trek scenario where the second that we use the first hyperdrive all of a sudden the aliens noticed us in the same case maybe jumping all these steps and trying to get directly to mars may Somebody may intervene and then all yeah. of a sudden give us the technology that we need to go even farther in that and we're just get a Skip a bunch Bitch of slap us back home. Get the- well, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> but you know, go home, little boy. <laughs> guys ain't ready yet. Either that or you guys we will- won't find nothing until we get to Mars, and then we find a whole lot. You guys elected a <laughs> Cheeto as a president. Oh, yeah. You that's guys- how this conversation started. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyway, he basically said, from what I read, like uh, the only thing I found uh, that I could came from that I could hear see come from his mouth was the the uh he he wanted he wanted NASA to explore again like to be about exploration and not logistics anymore so I seems reasonable I don't know that seems like he's not (laughs) but who knows I mean he's already backed off on uh you know on what he's saying saying now like his his stance on same-sex marriages is you know already flip-flopped well, he's, I mean, so who knows really what he's doing? I mean, not for the better, you know, as far as I'm obviously, but right, but like, who really knows? He's like a wild card because it, you know, I think no matter what, they're in someone else's pocket, and if it's if it if it's beneficial to that, and especially him too. I mean, he owns all these industries. I know that he owns mining industry, and he's in coal and all these other things. Right. So I mean. You know who knows what his intentions are. I mean, he's 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 too crazy to predict. So according to this, um, Trump's space policy is going to put priority on reducing the vulnerability of our military space. Yeah, assets. we're going to oh, oh, we're going to make so the moon he a base. Obviously, moon base. really wants to militarize sure space. We have some sort of military in space, which I believe we've always had. I mean, remember when Independence Day came out and all the army commercials were all space militarized <laughs> well, or or but but i mean even even what what we know that that 
that you know that that our that our government will talk about, and and that's the Reagan. I mean, the Reagan era. Maybe I, he's what, he's here to kind of like disclose I, I, that I, I, I in mean, a way that here, we can. You hold on, Tommy. Tommy would actually be very good on this because you Especially worked in satellites with, um, and stuff. So I mean, you you know at least that you have a well, small. Well, I worked in, I worked in telecom directly with the satcom guys. Right. So you but but so you have a a, a slight glimpse into like what that can well, look like. What do you? you the reality of it when you talk about militarizing space, you're not talking about putting necessarily putting people in your space. You're you're talking about militarizing satellites. Putting missiles yes. on satellites. A laser to, seems very wants, convenient. He wants to put putting, a lot more satellites surrounding Earth. Because he, he wants, wants to be able to spy on everybody. Exactly. And at the push of a button, instead of having to send a plane over to Iraq to drop a bomb, he has a satellite or 10 satellites. That probably has. That has 15 bombs on it. And all he's got to do is push a button push and a done. Button. Yeah. So when you talk about the, the first step of militarizing space is unmanned, basically satellite drones. And honestly, thing. I feel with him... Changing the redirection of NASA's budget towards more deep space missions is almost a distraction for him to. That's because that right now See, is I, not is not a logical choice. Deep space, yeah, we need to get to Europa, but right now, little steps at a time. We my know, honest like opinion about saying, Trump, like, Trump, in my mind, if he wants to militarize space, which make perfect sense considering the, the kind of dipshit he is, in my opinion. Um, NASA would be the perfect place to go because they already have the infrastructure for doing that. Kind and of half stuff. of them are military the, people. The problem, anyway. I mean, the, thing the is, problem they with have, it is they, NASA is supposed to be exploratory, not they're military. not military exactly. But just like Star Trek, they're not supposed to I be military. Think it would not surprise me at all if Trump used NASA and found some bullshit way to the militarize only- it. Well, the unfortunate thing is NASA can only do what the people that give them money tells them to. And if that the U.S. Do, military and the people or the that US give them money is the government. Giving, right. And if the government starts giving them money, I don't know and how much And tells them polar, you can't use this for Mars, right. you got to use this for this. That's There's what they very, have to very, do. It would not surprise me if sometime very soon over the next three or four years we started seeing a fifth branch of the military. But come out. He, right, right, right. And here's the thing too that that's what's extra scary about this topic for me is because you have to consider that, you know, I, I the military industrial complex is is part of the, who's trying to get to space, right? I mean, you have SpaceX, you have Blue Origin, you have Virgin Galactic, you have these companies like Virgin Galactic's talked about working side by side with SpaceX and and you know, particularly because the, uh, he brought, uh, Branson's realistic about the amount of money and resources it's going to take to get there. So short of them, I'm really hoping that those private entities can band together to get there before the military industrial complex does, because that, that to me is the scariest part. And to me, Donald Trump represents someone who will absolutely let that definitely come in, come in even stronger than it already probably is. I think the the best hope for the future of space exploration is going to be, uh, the private sector, and, and and us as a people need to really because yeah we've we've lost control of the military. I mean we you know I mean regardless of how you well, feel about can, our military we, right, service members, right. the 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 actions on a larger scale of the gears that are in motion, many people don't know what's happening or or turn a blind eye because it's real disturbing as it is going. Well, on at the end there. of the day, if I, those I, same people control space, that worries me. Well, and the other thing is, I and it may be my jaded opinion, but. I would have a hard time believing Trump positively um, backing anything without an agenda. 
Yeah, no, oh, I'm sure. And it's, mo- and it's money. And who has he's, the most money? He He's a businessman. <laughs> right. He, money's his agenda. So, right. definitely. So, so really, it's going to take us as people yelling about this and making sure everyone knows about it because we don't have enough money to compete with, with lobbyists and, 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 you know, that, that those, those entities that have already been like, I mean, think of Boeing and Lockheed, like when they're talking about competing with SpaceX, the technology they're using is technology they've derived from our tax dollars. I mean, you know, through government subsidies, probably. If the (laughs) technology we have today is even close to half the shit that I saw back in 2005, which Unfortunately, at this point, was what t- pushing twelve years ago. Yeah. Like I, I, my imagination came and scratched, like stretched to what we're probably capable of already. Right. Oh, we're definitely yeah. more. I mean, I love NASA, and seeing the Orion capsule right. was well, a, a lot dream. Of that's also I, I cried. I was shaking just because it's so close to the Apollo capsule, but. We should be a lot further. You know, our SLS system, our rockets, they're great, they're huge, but we should have a lot. We should be a lot further. We should definitely have a better plan. Well, and, and I think you I think you hit a moral issue with that though, because at the end of the day what you're talking about there is NASA represents the best of human beings. Oh no. And, you're, and, you're telling me I sat right. down with these people asking each of them individually, do you want, do you wake up every day knowing that you are part of something that's bigger than you? Uh, believe me, that's why I love NASA. Right. But and that's the great thing about it is it, it is it's the best of those uh, human qualities to explore and to learn and to be better than you are to you know, than you were yesterday, all of those things. But at the end of the day, what gets us to Mars, what grows these, these things is money. If you don't have the money to do it, you're stuck at the whim of whoever's giving you the money. Unfortunately, NASA doesn't have all the money. Right. So I wish that we had a bunch of billionaires instead of you know, well, we, we have, have a couple well, of them. We, we, we do, a... and but they're all competing with each other because they want to be the first one to put a flag on Mars or well, on the moon and say, hey, I was the first one. I would much rather see all of these yeah. billionaires Honestly, band I don't together know how much and fund NASA. Well, well, I don't know how much they're competing against each other because I've heard Elon Musk talk about how everyone does need to get together and how yeah. he talks about... Him, that he plans on teaming with NASA because he knows even he probably can't do it. Yeah, this has by to, this has to be one of those causes that's it bigger needs than everyone. To be right, right, a yeah. world right. event. This has to be us. Together. And I'm, I'm not saying that the, the the individual groups are, are greedy by any means, or right. or you know have right. bad intentions. I'm just saying. I just don't think it's like the Cold War. The right. the no moon no not space at all. Not, nothing, I mean, it's a definite. Like it's the definite new space race, but. Uh, I don't know how. How much do you hear about? Russia I would rather and China? see a space. Like, I don't really know. I don't. I mean, I, I I'm versed on China well, a little bit, but like China works a lot with the ISS. I think. But do you see my point, though? I think that that's its main focus. But I mean, you were talking about instead of instead of it being a race, it should be a relay race. Oh no! Where definitely. all of these guys, literally, if if you have that we much money to, to put into R and D for this type of technology and to try to get to Mars, what could you do if you actually pulled all of your resources together and backed, say, just NASA, and everybody worked under one roof? 
how much farther would we get if those billionaires, instead of on any level competing with each other, all backed one and group I, and, and I, had one mission? And I think that's the, the the biggest issue with this is is you might even be able to wrangle all of those those people together, but you still have. That could be the like what brings the world together. But you're not going to get the military-industrial complex until we get money out of politics, and that's the thing. So citizens, but are, you could at least get the military-industrial complex. God, that's a lot of words. I know. Out of NASA, yeah. which would be a good start. Definitely. What's What's ironic about that, though? Let's say for space. Sorry. But let's say for space. Just speaking of the space race, what you're having by looking at what Boeing and Lockheed are talking about 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 how they're you know I mean I believe it was Boeing that said they were going to beat SpaceX to the moon or to uh, Mars. Sorry, but <laughs> they they said they said that yeah they said that um uh you're you're talking about I mean you say you know it sounds like yeah whatever you're not going to do it but. I mean, look at the money. Now, Elon Musk has been able to get billions of dollars in grants, sure. But how many billions of dollars does Lockheed get from subsidy, from, from just from government contracts and stuff and from being, right. yeah, from being, from having them also for decades. And this is what I'm saying. And Lockheed, who knows? They, you know, so that's, so what's funny about this whole situation is when those, because it, because it really, when I read this stuff, I read, you know, it's like Virgin Galactic and, and, and SpaceX and those guys versus, Lockheed and Boeing and the military. Mm -hmm. So who can realistically pull more money? The military. Because well, of course. Right. So it's really, it has, this has to be an issue for like everybody. I mean, really it does because this could mean, I mean, you know, I, I might argue that we're being dicks around the world. I, the last thing I want to do is go and wave our dick around in space. You know I mean? <laughs> like if we're going to go get, if we're going to get out of, out of this, this, uh, you know, off this planet, we're going to have to go and be respectful and not, you know, totally. not giant douchebags to everybody. Not leave worse than we. Right. Go in with a handshake rather than a pistol. I mean. Right. No, that makes sense. I'm a, you know, cautious, cautious, being cautious is fine, but I mean. But in that, that go, to go back to the original point, though, that, I mean, that's that's the, the big fear I can't get over under this umbrella topic with Trump as president. Correct me if I'm wrong or show me another way to think, but I can't help but think that if that man looks at any anything to do with space, it's going to be to militarize it, not to explore it. But see here, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play devil's advocate either way here, because look at the look at it this way, because I'm you know I'm very dark. Because he can make money <laughs> off the military, he can't so, make money off exploring. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. But okay, so but because and I don't think he's one to be interested in. Uh, space exploration but, 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 or aliens honestly that's why when i read it's that mo it's money i mean it's, you know, total it's, it's i mean maybe maybe he wants to mine you know mine or or you, find resources or something on some other planet or put <laughs> maybe, a trump tower on the moon yeah maybe oh, he wants space res that. space resorts or something i mean i wouldn't be oh come on like you don't think he no. do he's like the tackiest guy on the planet oh, come right? on like of course he'd do that right it's just a big <laughs> middle finger it's the big gold middle finger back to earth that's what elon musk saying oh i'm gonna i'm gonna take a million people to Mars and all Trump sees is like, oh, you're going to need somewhere so, to put them. So yeah, okay. So here's the thing. If Elon Musk wins, are you, like, let's say Elon Musk gets there first and establish it, because it's a lot of, it's going to be establishing infrastructure too. It's going to be more than just getting there. Because right, and he said lots it's going to take a lot of missions that he's going to take sure. different, different. But, isn't, but aren't isn't you guys scared? Hold on. Aren't you guys scared of, a, of like a breakaway society that you're not a part of with this? Because realistically, the way things work here is money. So if it's like, Oh, half a million dollars for a one-way ticket to Mars someday. 
It's actually going to be only two hundred thousand. Oh, they don't know that. Okay, so good. It's still just I can't afford With it. With Elon Musk's <laughs> plan, he said that he wants to make each um, um, civilian ticket as affordable as uh, less than two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, well, I mean, it's like buying a house, I guess. Exactly. You know, for sure. But that's what he says. I we'll see. C- could I just get but a that's loan? That's a one way like, ticket. That's get, a one way ticket. Can I get a loan from Bank of America? Get to Mars and then just right. not pay it. Yeah, just be like, you ain't. No, whatever. Come on, you know how colonization works. Banks will be the first right. thing that gets there right after the military. Yeah, but so <laughs> I'm just gonna save until. Yeah, come on, but yeah. Yeah, they got to put their money somewhere, right? But so, I, yeah, I, so I don't know. So you're talking it, about a breakaway society. What? what, what God, you're okay. so fucking weird sometimes. No, no, I don't. What are you worried about? What do you mean, like, <laughs> because, at Mars? Yeah, no, because consider this. Okay, the planet's fucked. We're all in agreement that so the planet is fucked. If the planet's not fucked. We're fucked. No, the planet's fucked. I mean, it, uh, a little bit of both. The planet's going to be fine. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no after okay, we sure. Die, of okay, course, our, our, the, 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 the uh, sustainability to support human life is fucked. Okay, probably. there you go. Okay. So, or at least unless we're going to get adapted pretty quick. Let's okay. speed up some I'm, evolution I'm here. with you now. Let's roll around in some toxic waste and get some mutations going. Let's do it. But, so, uh, no, I mean, so what if you, if you had enough money to get off this planet and establish a society somewhere else, you probably would. I mean, if it was, if it was an option. So, I would say... I, you know, if it because, was a viable option, but I'm I'm dark, so I could see like you know I could see I don't know, Jeff Bezos and guys like that, I, you know I I'm I can see guys who make real money like the dudes who own entire industry like manufacturing and entire countries, and which if you yeah you there's some scary rich people out there that you never read about and those are the ones you have to be particularly concerned. I've about. I've, I've signed non-disclosures doing tech work for people I right know exactly yeah you know who talking i'm talking about, about. and i right. yeah even as a even as like a, a doing asphalt and stuff i'd go like to out in the middle of nowhere and there'd be like a helipad on this like 40 acre ranch with like a i mean you know and you're like what are you talking <laughs> when about I this, got is, out in of the tu- air, this when, is in tucson when i and you're like at- oh i own the entire you know i own uh you know i you know 200 manufacturing uh factories in morocco or something and you're like oh that's weird when i scary. got when i got out of the air force i worked for a uh, software development company and we went to a building to deliver our software um and i had to sign a non-disclosure and i was looking around and all i can all i'm allowed to say is that um there were engines that were big and when i asked them like what is this for and they said a billionaire owns this entire place and pays all of us to do this yeah. yeah, we know nothing. We right. can't like, ask questions. Right, there's so much money out there that's scary. There's, yeah. there's, there's, there's. I literally like was walking around with my mouth open, going, "This is some dude with too much money's pet pod project." And what's scary to me is, okay, so w- we can just look back at history here and look look back at how the United States was was made. D- d- there were people here, right? And they, and we came. In, I mean, you know, our, we'll 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 say we collectively because some of us are from different places, and you know, more so than others, looking at you. Yeah, but, we're we're both looking at you, Whitey. <laughs> came over here and just said, "Get out!" Listen, of here. I'm 37. White I devil. am middle class. I pay my taxes. Well, anyway, so uh, you know, but I mean, more or less, the colonization had victims. So I, I you're not white. Yeah, I mean, you're tan, but uh, kind of. You got native in you, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Oh, my mom. Yeah, I'm a mix of Mexican, native, and Swedish. So. 
Uh, so. I'm, I have dreadlocks. I I'm, I'm Polish. I'm an undesirable. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm adopted. I have I'm a no common idea. street vagrant. We're all so. Mutts. No, so, but okay. So I don't deny my white. No, 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 no. But but, but no. So we we've seen how colonization goes anyway for 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 Westerners at least. I mean, and really everybody. Everybody right. gets in there and just says, "No, natives, what are you? Fuck you." Right. So so let's say so. Th- there's always us and them. And so what this last election has told us is that there's an us and them still. I mean, I think so, clearly. Which is the worst message that came out of it, but yes. Right, I, and unfortunately. Clearly, that, that was the message, yes. And, and the people who funded both candidates were really waving that message around the, the loudest. Because even the, the two different perspectives, both of them, all, you know, it, the, large amounts of money shaped the election and made the election this year what it was, correct? Let me, let me put it into a buying small out, box. Buying out media, the, buying the out DNC all these and Hillary Clinton? Should all be in jail, yeah. and I think Trump should just be on. All an right, save that for himself. another podcast. But, but yeah, but that be, being <laughs> said, I agree. being said, but that be, they're but both. What horrible. I'm saying is, uh, we can't put our heads in the in 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 the sand anymore and pretend Correct. that our government and politics isn't completely lost to private to, right. to big money. Okay, so if if we need to get our own heads out of our right. own so, ass and just fucking so you see like Bayer no no what what's going on. I mean on. you look at things like Bayer buying Monsanto and just rebranding it just with Bayer's logo. I mean just stuff like that to save the company rather than to go, oh this <laughs> looks like it causes cancer. Let's just right. not use this. I mean time and time again it's proven Sometimes companies with big multinational companies that have large amounts of money lose uh, the feeling for the little guy and they start doing things that are not in the interest of of the general public. I am suggesting that, look, we need these people to be very cautious on who funds space exploration because if it's people, if if it's entities that have track records of shady dealings, right? Like, uh, you know, then. Then I you I am concerned of getting into a situation where hey oh I know this world's screwed but uh, looks like the colonization of uh, you know Mars might be a thing or the you know maybe somewhere else big space station that floats around whatever the case may be it needs to be accept- it's like being able to live forever or something do you think that average people when, when that technology comes out if if you're going to be able to somehow circumvent death by by you know uh, synthetic organs that you can print out or something mm-hmm. do you think that technology for any amount of time is going to be available to, to to normal people no probably not absolutely no. not so so you're talking about a, a class of people that automatically becomes immortal almost and right. then people right. that die that, that, until that's, that's the, that's, until it levels out but will it level out so this will be people that can afford to go to space and people that can't and if it's not a political issue if it's not in the forefront of everyone's of everyone's being like if we you know figured out some expensive cure for cancer you'd want everyone to have it right right so this is the same kind of thing that you have to be careful that this doesn't run away with you because this seems like something that people with lots of money will commandeer and run away with right right off because you have what is that Matt Damon movie <laughs> which is one yeah, he's I, in I two different space it, movies Interstellar and The Martian well, yeah, but there's another one he was in where he wears like the outside like exoskeleton suit, and it was the same thing. And that I, it, Elysium. it's Elysium. Elysium. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what that's you're what explaining. Well, right. I, but be, like the rich people living in the utopia in space, and the poor people. Are because let's on Earth. let's okay, let's segue into the broad because we're already going there. So uh, right. so. Uh, because I mean, when you like, I've seen things fly around in the sky, you know, I like, again, over oh, like too. white sands at All night, you know, I've only seen, I've only seen this th- three that I can say, but 
you know, and then there was the night with you guys, which I saw the little the little blink from the CE5 experiment, which was interesting. But um, the the I mean, when I looked at that, I already thought breakaway society because right. because I've been like, well, you know, I I now I have to believe that there is something because I just saw it with my own eyes. I don't know if it's the extraterrestrials or if it's us. I assumed it was us because we were around White Sands. So instantly I was like, oh, someone's got uh, alternative energy technology because that's probably running on gasoline because I just saw something, you know, barrel barrel across the sky, you know, going who knows how fast, but mm-hmm. a horizon to horizon and then shoot up at a 90 degree angle. Yeah. Like nothing that does that probably runs on gasoline. But you also have to weigh the, the, <laughs> the, the actual logistics of a breakaway society like that. Um, but but I'm not hold on I'm not actually talking about like they you know burrowed to the center of the earth or something I'm suggesting that you have a class of people that have access to technologies that we don't yeah and for how long because they have money and how long is it because we've been hearing those stories now since post World War II so let's so so let's say so of, of stuff flying around in the sky I mean we've heard it longer than that but of right. where it's been mo- more most popular is within the last fifty to sixty seventy years right okay so let's say. Uh, that this isn't new technology. So this is something that we've probably had for at least a few decades because lots of people have seen crazy acrobatics in the sky from weird lights and stuff, right? Right. So assume they're all us and let's just not even talk about extraterrestrials. At how? At what point does technology like that, when it's owned by, let's say it's our government, which is supposed to be an entity governed by, you know, owned by the people, right? I mean, right. it's supposed to be our, our military wing. At what point does the suppression of the, that knowledge become owner, you know, has someone else really commandeered it and said, this is my technology now. And that's what I'm concerned with, with our private military contract, with our military contractors. When I look at that, I go, that's probably like a skunk works thing or something. Yeah. At what point, does skunk works become a breakaway society because they've developed these technologies of artificial intelligence, let's say, or, you know, uh, interstellar flight or something. And they have a class of people that flies around like that and, and reaps the benefits of these technologies and makes money off of them for their own personal gain. Definitely. And it it never, and those never benefit society because the earth is dying right now. If anyone hasn't noticed. So, I mean, our, sorry, again, our, 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 our habitat is, is, Mm -hmm. is starting to go South pretty quickly. At what point don't we say, hey, people, you, this can better society. We can give this to technology to, to emerging countries in, in Africa and Southeast Asia and places that are going to you know, potentially go down fossil fuel routes and that have their own never industrial re- revolutions and such. What right do we even as a people say, even if we do own this technology, to not give it to the rest of the world and say, no, you guys have to drive around in cars and stuff and muck up the planet? Is what I'm saying. I, you know, I mean, that's that's a lot. To, that's a lot to digest there. But that's that's what I'm concerned with. Well, it's it, it, there's only a, seems a, reasonable to me. There's a fine, finite amount of answers to that scenario. The only way that works out is if you have some rogue person that gets access to that technology and puts it out to the people, regardless. Snowden. Which people we need have more tried. Snow- we need more Snowdens. People have tried. Right. I, I'm not saying people haven't, but that's one avenue in which that kind of technology would get to the masses. Otherwise, what you're, what you're kind of touching on is human beings moving away from natural evolution and moving towards technological evolution. Because now that we have the ability to manipulate our environment sitting in our car to suit our needs, it, those kinds of... Uh, technologies are going to be held for the people that can afford them. P- 
period. It's, it's unfortunate, but it's the world we live in. There's really no way to get around that. And it's just something you kind of have to accept. Well, but that's a capitalist society versus, versus something else. Right. Right. But, but that's what I'm saying is see, I, I've had this struggle as a musician. Do, should I just give away my, 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 my art? Because, uh, should ideas like if someone invented, like, you know, like if someone invented, like the, the bill, you know, we've, we've learned how to measure gravitational waves, but if someone actually comes out with a calculation to, to cancel them or something to phase cancel gravitational waves or something to, would, would that be, shouldn't that benefit human or is it like, let's even say the cure for cancer. That's an easier one to do. If, if, if someone invents like a, a, a something that just eradicates cancer, all cancers, right? Sure. They, they make money off of it. Okay. We, no one would say, you know, don't form a company and sell that. Of course. Own, for, but for all we know, that's already happened. Right, but well, but okay, but so what if and they just don't want to release it? So, sure. Well, but let's say they did release it, but they made it a million dollars for per dosage, and you know it cost them like a, ten, a penny. Well, I mean, what, we, what we, point we, should we say no? Ideas like that should be free. You should just tell, especially if they could make it from like you know stuff you find in your yard. Like, shouldn't we tell people well, about we, that? We, I mean, we've crossed a line of uh, overall uh, energy uh, should be free. <laughs> we, we we've crossed a line of talking about what we're more than likely capable of and the moral argument of what we are capable of or it, potentially capable of. The, the issue becomes if you're really in a capitalist society, if you're good at something, you shouldn't do it for free. But at the end of the day, it's if it's going to benefit all of mankind, does that necessarily mean it's going to benefit you? And unfortunately, people are selfish. You're mm. always going to have these moral arguments with is, whether you're talking about technologies or a warmer sock. All right. But so, ah, but so does that in then maybe this is part of a bigger, maybe we should step out of this picture and look, look at this as a whole. Do you think, because I've heard that there's a math, you know, I've heard a couple a couple guys talk about like the, the, the equations that run that state uh, there's there might be a certain point in an uh, advanced society where they never actually achieve interplanetary travel or or uh you know uh alternative energies things like that they because they always blow themselves up with the equal technology they get from from weaponry in mm-hmm. each in each scenario so there's some simulation that works where that keeps happening right. so what if that's it because what if what if the real secret to space travel is us having some sort of like uh you know, it, like if we if we banded together as like one organism and totally all went for the same thing and said, no, we need to figure out how to cure our diseases and live 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 forever and achieve immortality and fly to space or something like two big goals for humanity. We could probably achieve it. I mean, realistically. If, so wouldn't it, so maybe a capitalistic society in the first place would never be able to get to space because someone would always piss in the Kool Aid before you could get there. <laughs> Correct. Right. So to me, it it becomes where. There are two sides of this. So first you have the normal person who, by and large, wants to do or be able to accomplish as much as possible or as many things that make them happy with the least amount of effort. That's pretty much everybody's goal. If you can make music for a living... Oh, I do. Well, I mean, period. I do right now. Oh, I didn't know I'm, that. Yeah, That's I just, I just adjusted it in my life to where I can live on what I get paid as a musician. What if you didn't have to make any adjustments at all? Would you do it? It depends because I've had that opportunity. I have that opportunity now. And there's just a, pro- I, you know, a couple things I, 
I, I'm not taking because of I don't want to. I think I don't anybody do would, would if they it have depends. the opportunity to do exactly what they wanted. Everyone's got a price, right? But I agree. if you lived in a society where everybody needed to benefit equally in order for the society to move forward to do the things that you were just talking about. Oh yeah, about. no, I'd like to. Everybody would need to work equally. Yeah, I don't think no, I don't think I you'd have to so we're I this is what I'm saying is why I don't think we're going to make it to Mars. I I'm a pessimist. I'd love to believe we are, but I don't what do you I don't mean think we're so. We're not going to make it to like you don't think we're like humans As at people, all? No, because I I think one it's going to be difficult to raise the money or, or or no, sure someone will make it to Mars. I, okay, sure. I I I rephrase that. Someone will make it to Mars. It, it won't be, I don't think, I think we're many, I think we're a century off at least from, from You don't being, think we'll be there by the, by 2040? No, because I, because let's look at how things are going. <laughs> like, like, I think we're going to, we, even if we I get there, get some there kind of galactic accident's going to happen. Yeah. I and know, kill definitely. a bunch of people. Okay, well, let and me then, tell you. We can't even, we can't even fix let's the damn city. Let's talk about Apollo 1. <laughs> let's talk about Challenger, Columbia. Let's talk about the two Falcons that have already blown up. I just... I don't want this to is, be the inventor. This is no. Ever. This is this is the whole thing about space exploration. The whole thing that comes with it is that sacrifice and that failure. And this is what is that NASA's a sacrifice about. you would make? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I'm I'm not saying that 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 I wouldn't necessarily do it myself. Elon Musk said himself he is not going to be on any of those first flights to Mars because he knows how deadly those will be. The people that are going to choose to go on that first flight to Mars are going to be briefed and, to- and and told you will probably die either your way there there at Mars yeah. or on your way back. You need to be completely 100% you're, okay with you're that. You're donating yourself to the and bigger cause. Th- yeah. You have no idea how many people in this world, at least one okay. in this room, I, I that guess, is perfectly I, but okay. I don't I think, guess, I, I don't I, think, I don't think there's point. enough people, though, yet in, in, in our lifetime. Are you serious? Yeah, look who won the presidency. Yes, I'm serious. I don't think, I don't think there is because I there don't think... totally is. No. Look at NASA. The amount of people that work at NASA, the amount of people that work it's at SpaceX. Enough. It's so many... The f- amount of people that follow them there are people that are dedicated enough that well, I, I agree but i don't I think it's going to be to where the, you and i can go to where it's going to be like you know we're we going co- to be colonized we'll be able to go it's all about money so for the first it's going to be just like america so for the first how long are you going to have to where they're doing military exploration they're going to have to go right around mars and make sure that it's totally safe they're going to have to also establish oh, yeah. he said at least it's going to be at least 20 years from the first manned actual mission to the first civilized you know where, where it, actual it, here's, civilians here's, here's my but, whole, but here's you're going to get private point. contractors in there first because they're going to buy oh, a they're, yeah. they're going to buy up mining it, it, stock and things here's like my that whole or, point. i mean to, to try to just put a little box around this first i didn't know that you, you were a full-time musician now that's oh, badass yeah. oh i thanks. thought you were still do like had side jobs and no. stuff i didn't know it was full-time now no. that's badass dude thanks. congratulations we're all full-time artists here yeah well cheers to us woo I'm not. Oh. I got a job. I love my job, though. <laughs> there is a difference. I absolutely love my job. I love my, my job. job now, too. It's being a drummer is um, great. But here's my point. If we lived in a society that worked as close to unified as you can get to where we're all going towards a common goal, I think we could get to Mars with probably next to no problem. Definitely. So long as we live in a world where people, and I'm, I'm going to throw out some cliches, but people like Trump can become presidents. 
there is such a thing as state lines Mm -hmm. where we still have ideas like people can actually own land because that shouldn't even be a thing where you still have moral arguments that human beings still struggle with the ideas that uh, we're morally superior to other life forms because we have conscious thought and things like that. Versus, thumbs. And right. It's not true though. It, we're, when we, yeah. as long as we still live in a society that looks, we look at like our we're neighbor, the higher. Right. We haven't mastered our own environment yet, no, and that's the thing. To, to be that type of civilization, I mean, there, you have to be able to master your own environment first. And I mean, we're going to get because what's going to happen is they're going to get to the, they're going to get to Mars and then go, oh shit, we should have been paying attention to asteroid defense. Boom, no. Earth's gone. I think that they, <laughs> boom. I think definitely to become a multiplanetary species, we need to send people. At least the people that are going to Mars will definitely need to have that. Open mind in an open, you know, as a and one at the end world of the day, and this is probably going to be the hippiest fucking thing I say today. Come by, so long as it we that we live in the world that we live in with the mindset that it has, whether or not we have the technology to go to Mars, I don't think we have the moral right to spread our bullshit to another planet until I we think figure out Yeah, yeah we have to put a I lid on the undesirables in our, in I our think society. Do you think that the number of people that are that bad are a little higher than, well, than and, there actually is? There's, America's a big number, so of course there's a lot of shitty people in America, but uh, America's no, there, not there, the there, only... There are degrees. I'm not, say, I'm not talking about moral right or wrong here. I'm talking about so long as... And I'm guilty of it, too. Because at the end of the day, even over small things, when people, when people constantly look at the world with an ideology of what do I need versus what does my neighbor need, right? It that 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 doesn't mean that everybody's an asshole. That doesn't mean there there are different degrees, but the entire mentality needs to change completely. I, see, I would have said this is way off topic, but I mean to be honest, like it's a it's a legitimate thing to to go to Mars to go somewhere else. I mean, we still have people that that. We cannot stay on this planet. But we have to find a way to fix it. We have 20, 30, 40, 30 years maybe to, before things start going real bad for other people. Well, and, and that's the, the best thing. way to fix it without actually doing population control is colonizing it. Yeah, because it's not about to population. Spread, we haven't... spread people or be to where there's enough. You know, if, he can, if Elon Musk can get a, a million people to Mars by 2050... That's a million people How is that, less. that not the human race just becoming a virus in our solar system? Yeah, because that's the thing is we've already destroyed Somehow we're going to treat Mars better than we treated Earth? That's what I'm saying. Is, is I, don't, I think that, 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 that might, it feels irresponsible to me because it feels like, look, you guys did this. I fix it. But, but it's like you guys did this. Fix it. And I'm kind of like, you know. I, I, I think because we would be going to Mars smarter than we would have already been but, here. But if we can, if we, and, and there's been multiple, I mean, I, I, there's been lots of big guys, big, names to say this but if we if we have the capability to get to mars we can fix this planet because weather modification weather control seems reasonably possible like like i mean it, it actually seems like some i mean we don't even get the argument if we anyone thinks it's happening or not but like i mean it seems reasonable like california as a state does modest types of control i mean it's something that we could probably figure out and we might be able to stop uh, 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 you know, ushering in a new ice age. At some right, point. and at the end of the day, you're also setting a bad precedence because if human beings are 
if we are getting to the point as a species where we are capable of interplanetary travel, colonizing other planets, at what point do we not also have the responsibility to make sure that... To clean up our garbage. Right. Yeah. So that uh, when we do get to other planets, we treat them with the same respect that we should be treating the planet that we're living on now. Yeah. Instead of use and destroy, move, use and destroy, move, use and destroy. Well, that's why I think a lot of these companies are also coming up, you know, with plans to to go better than we are leaving this planet, to go on the other planet better, you know, it's with with better technology that we're able to not sustain not just sustain life, but make that planet like better. Make Mars an actual livable planet. But what if we, what if there's a, uh, and just, a, I'll make it a small, a quick question. I know we're, we're getting to a point. <laughs> we're about to hit an hour, so I'll, I'll make it a, a quick point because I know we need to take a break. Um, yeah, we're going to take a break in a is, bit. Is there, is there uh, a moral responsibility? Say there's, we find uh, bacteria on Mars, but our habitats or our changing that environment would destroy that bacterial species. Well, that's the thing NASA actually has, I believe. We do that they, every yeah. day just living on Earth as but, well. But I believe NASA but actually works that. that's the moral question. That, Does that make it okay? But I, 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 but I believe NASA actually asked that question, and that was one of the questions raised with, with hey, are we sending bacteria up into space right now? Are we sending it well, to the moon? Well, even with them the... wanting to bring the, the material back to Earth that we've already gotten from our rovers is contaminating Earth already and they've already questioned about that whether they even want to bring those hmm. materials well back. no i'm not i'm not talking about the i'm not talking about risk i'm talking about human beings go to mars we know that there's a uh, uh, some basic life form on mars and us being there is going to kill it we're talking about actual intention we know that our actions are going to destroy a species rather than going there and discovering it and then realizing that we're killing it or it being an accident i'll answer the right. question for you yeah it depends on if if, if the general matter. population is going to be offered this information up front that is or if it's going to be left to other you know private entities like you know corporations you know what i'm my answer and the only is reason the only reason, the only Fr- reason fracking right hey Oh, we gotta, we're going to get some gas, but it's going to mess the up The only water. reason I ask that is for the sake we're of this podcast. It. If we are being watched and our behavior is being watched, what precedent are we setting if we're seen leaving our planet, going to another planet, and not treating that place with, this, with the due respect Okay. Necessary. Hold oh, that's an awesome question. Hold that thought because that's a perfect segue into our next segment. Yeah, let's and, take a break. And okay. uh, on this break, we're going to leave you with with some music here. This is uh, a band that opened for me uh, for A23 on in uh, uh, Jersey. They're amazing. Their name's Aeon Rings, and I was going to play the track Bleed. Check it out.
All right, we're back. Let's get weird. Uh, Let's get strange. <laughs> so, uh, Tom, you asked a question right before uh, the song, which was, uh, you know, a segue into this. So, do you want to ask that again? Yeah, let me just recap it. So, basically, we, we, we have this uh, moral uh, issue. If we're being watched by aliens or other intergalactic societies and they see uh, our abuse of this planet, and then say we were to get to Mars, and if we were to continue to abuse that planet in its natural resources, so now we're setting a precedence of we live and destroy, move, live and destroy. What kind of precedence are we setting? Yeah, I mean, it's, <clears throat> I think, like, when you, I guess, think of, like, <laughs> I, this makes me think of, like, uh, when I uh, when I think of greys or, or um, you know, artist depictions or, or abductees' depictions of, like, grey aliens. Small, you know, uniform color shape, uh Mm-hmm. semi-autonomous can you think back what their society might be like would they have sexes would they have multiculturalism would they have you know it just it always seems like they're either some sort of autonomous type of robot or something or tool or they're like the people of all the same kind of like like clones almost right and that bit that, that brings up another question as much as you can speculate it's uh even if we're being watched it, do they live harmoniously uh, in space? Right, because, because who knows? The the idea would be, and it's again because we've only known the ones that 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 you know we as a people we've only heard about the ones that travel here. So those could be the military wings, those could be exploration, some sort of combination, or they could all be. I mean, be it the, could be so many different things. There's right. so many different theories. Oh. I've heard so many different type of abduction stories that could be us, that could be them, could be different. But it, but it seems of like good ones and bad ones. But so if but honestly, were... I just even started um, hearing a lot and reading a lot about how ninety eight percent of all abduction and sighting cases, or at least like encounters, are all positive, even with the grays. But that's we're also and here. There's only maybe two percent that are negative. That's also because they're doing <clears throat> they're doing it here though. So what you know, I mean, that might be a different thing once we're in their territory. Right. Once they're like, I mean, I don't, it just, it seems unlikely that a species that mastered space flight would have, you know, r- r- racist billionaire <laughs> casino owners as their president. It just, I don't know. Or like, their representatives. Yeah, it just seems, seems unlikely. So I don't know. It just seems like there might be a point where they've surpassed all that, where they've, where they've gotten through. They're like, okay, cool. We're all equal. You know, we're all for the same thing. You guys are going to do this. We're going to do this. We're all working together as one organism that gets further and further as a, as a, as a species. And so that, that seems to be at least the way that, that the, you know, when I read books about abductions or I read firsthand accounts or watch movies or things like that, that always seems to be what's being portrayed. It's like, this is a culture that's past even like sexes because they don't, they, you know, uh, it, it, you so, would think that if you weren't even, you had passed, Sexes, you could have passed race, you know. Or, no, that's or, very true. Or or right. or in or, or social or cultural, you know, social status, or you know that well, you wouldn't have a civilization run on money at that point. Really, that's or, why or, I really you know, love. It seems the unlikely anyway. And like the logical theory of you know these alien races that 
I mean, I know you, you probably hear me all the time tell people where I'm like, do you think, do you think aliens have money? Do you think that they're run by money? Do you think that they have relationships that like they're crying, you know, like they're that they're they're treating like how how we have? Like no, they're they're much higher than that. Money does not exist. Money should not exist. You know. Um, right. I mean, and, and that seems that seems logical because if uh, you know if if. That's the kind of civilization we should be living in. Right. That higher kind of civilization where we're thinking on top of, you know, what is our own selfish needs and how we can actually use our brain in a different way and our conscious mind in a positive way. I agree with you totally. And that's why I think that, like, I think that it might be, this question might be answered with why we're not going to get into space flight or why we're not going to get to Mars, why I think we're probably not going to get to Mars for a while. And it's because, let's say there was a big asteroid coming at you. I mean, like, realistically, if there was a massive asteroid coming, we'd probably see it for a while, right? I mean, at least for a little bit. It depends on how big. There's but let's a lot say, that sneak up on us, especially the big ones. Let's say you could. Or let's say, uh, the because this is kind of fringe, you know, we're, we're going to get into fringe territory. Let's say Nibiru or something, the Nibiru theory, where there's a big planet coming in an elliptical orbit, which seems likely, honestly, from what NASA's saying. But let's say it was not on for its for many sure, years. No, though. I'm not you're right, absolutely. So I'm saying like a hundred years off, you see a light a light appear. Or, you know, seventy-five years off, it's a little bigger. Fifty years off, it's a lot bigger. So I'm saying totally if, possible. Right, that happens all the time sure, in the universe. Sure. So like let's say that that was the scenario. Now, us as a people all around the world would be able to see this light in the sky gradually getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Just every year just gets closer right. and closer. At what point do you think they, they put their guns down and say, hey, we need to get we out of here. We probably should start looking up at that thing <laughs> and, and investing our money and time and resources into figuring out what that's going to do and how we can how we can figure that situation out rather than what we're doing. That's kind of what climate change looks like to me. This seems like something that's going to be unavoidable by by, by you know it's going to hit other countries first probably really bad, and then it's going to get to us. This is the same kind of thing with 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 you know with 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 intergalactic travel and stuff. I think that any species that saw us popping around and hanging out at the uh, you know the intergalactic bar that every go one goes and shoots the shit at at the restaurant across yeah. the universe yeah the restaurant the other, right. the other end of the universe uh, you know it, it seems like they'd be like hey that Jacob human guy would have liked that joke if he was here that was for him I'm sure I'm sure he'll be it. listening <laughs> So, but but I but I mean I would think they'd be like hey you guys have a lot of unfinished business you guys maybe that's what the visits are trying to say. maybe that's you know what they're trying to determine here if they or should maybe, even allow us well, to as a colli- as a collective as a planet we're definitely not ready for that type of evolution so so, so let me ask you some of us let me maybe. ask you let me pose a question to both breakaway of you society some of so us so bring bringing this back to colonizing Mars let's let's bring it back down to Earth going to Mars when I think about that scenario. Let's say we get to Mars, there are, uh, uh, there's enough materials and food um, and habitats on Mars to the point where people like me could go. Say I could afford it. I still wouldn't do it because the infrastructure to actually support human life is artificial. And considering I live on this planet where this environment doesn't even want me to live. Right. There are spiders that live in my backyard that could kill me. It's okay. right. It seems so, wrong. So hold on, we hold saw- on, hold on, hold on. So given that, I would 
never go to Mars, just logistically, because the chances of my death would be extremely oh, higher than right. going and vacationing so in Elon Australia. Musk said, these people are being briefed and told numerous times over and over yeah. and over again until the day they leave. You will die on this mission. But okay, so we just watched... So you would um, do it regardless. Oh, yeah. I would do it if I knew I was going to die once the rocket lift off. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's me being a lifetime of uh, rocket groupie, <laughs> you know, okay. like if I had the chance, just that little slight chance. But OK, so we recently watched the um, new show on National Geographic Mars, which was very similar to the movie The Martian, which was which we just saw the based, other night also based on Great NASA's movie. on NASA's plan. But this new show that's amazing. Um, it's like a pseudo documentary, half docu- half real documentary on SpaceX's plan, and a half pseudo documentary set in 2033, as like we've launched, we've landed, and now we're on Mars. But my point that I was getting to, and I think I forgot it. <laughs> isn't that a? Isn't it a like a two or three year journey just to get to Mars? No, well, yeah. it depends on what technology it's we get there with, I guess. It's a few months, definitely. Like, yeah, months. It's like about like 500 days, I think. Well, um, really? That's a, that's a, well, that's a year Depending, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, <laughs> it's so, logistics with that. All right, well, hold on. This, let's get, let's but get, no, okay, what I was going to say is there's a line that one of the girls says in that, in that show, and she said, we're going to be... She's, they asked them, what's the one thing you're going to miss about the planet? And she said the ocean breeze. She's like, we're going to be breathing artificial air for a while. And I said out loud, I'm like, a while? For the rest of your life. Yeah. For the rest of your life. Until, Unless they terraform until Mars. Until we can terraform Mars, which is going to take, no matter what, decades. No matter what, if we can... Uh, uh, if we can terraform Mars, yeah. we can fix Earth. If uh, we can terraform again, Mars... Exactly, this right. Is why but I no matter what, you're going to be smo- You're gonna be um, breathing artificial air. You're not going to be able to feel exactly what Mars is going to feel like. But honestly, it's worth it. And again, being, uh, being the basic creature I am, this is why I, I keep coming back to uh, baby steps. Yeah. Why... Why such? Why is there such a sudden interest in getting to Mars? When sudden? All right. Well, hold on. Let's get weirder. That, that, was, the last, that, was, that was the last segment. Not that was the last. Relatively. That was the last segment. Okay. I agree with you. Let's get let's get weirder with this because we're supposed to go. Okay. What if we've already been to Mars? Right. Let's what talk if about so that. let's let's talk about some of the some yeah, of the the, the possibility. Yeah, let's what if we've already been there? We're there. there already. We have a station there. There's well, life no, okay, there. because this raises There's a point military. because we've all kind of collectively agreed that our government has technology that we don't know about. So so uh, I mean, you didn't discount what I said when I saw something fly over the sky in in white sands. You know, Why would I? right? So and you you didn't either. So that's assuming that you think the possibility arises that we could have technology that's who knows. I mean, I can't even calculate how far advanced that would be. A hundred years, I don't know, a lot. Like who knows, fifty years. Let's say, let's just say fifty years, because ah, I used to work for Apple and they have technology that's like twenty years more. You know, fifteen more years in the future. It, the the iPad was made, you know, a decade before it came out. I mean, stuff right. like that. So, I mean, that's not that's not even secret stuff. That's just like stuff you could find. I I can't even imagine what they have at at corporate there. But, so you're talking about the chances of 
us possibly oh, already being on yeah, Mars. Well, the government and has clearly more not, money than Apple does. Right. Or I mean, yeah, right. I mean, not not in the bank, but I mean from what they what they draw <laughs> off of us. But so I'm just saying, if you have unlimited resources and presumably the smartest people on the planet working, and I mean, let's talk, let's get realistic here and, and talk about how we absorbed. Uh, you know, the best Nazi scientists after World War II. It right. ob- it obviously seemed like UFO sighting spiked around that time. And there's all the rumors on what what Hitler may or may not have been working on, uh, possibilities of alternative energies and things like that. It seems clear to me that, 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 that that's definitely when it started peaking the most, where mm-hmm. if there weren't already otherworldly visitors here, for, for for many, you know, for millennia, or, you know, you can be depict through religion and things like that, because there's, you know, all the way back to, to Babylon or to Samaria and to, to, to uh, you know, uh, uh, tribes around the planet, Native Americans, you always have these, we call them anecdotal, but to them, they're very real myth- mythos right. that talk about star people and visitors from another planet. So at some point, it looks like maybe we caught some of that technology. Maybe we found it here. Maybe we you know, rediscovered, maybe we invented it from scratch. Either way. Possibilities very high. I'm with you. Either way, the likelihood that we can get further faster than we think we can is probably high. I agree. If you're even going to entertain any of the things, any of the things that I'm saying. So there could already be breakaway civilizations or, or we could already have pissed something off because there's that, there's that aspect when you really look at what, what, is out there. There's two sides. We kind of talked about it last time where there's the, maybe the military is defending us. Maybe they are the, what we see in the sky. Maybe it's, maybe there, maybe there's treaties that took place. Maybe there's all these wild speculations for this stuff. So couldn't it also be possible that the reason why we haven't gone back to the moon is because there might be something on the moon that everyone doesn't want everybody to know, you know, there's the astronauts. Maybe because we've already, we've been on the moon this whole time. Maybe, or maybe the astronauts were even talking that, that recently that story came out a few months ago about the, you know, them hearing music on, on the moon. You know, right. That was, those were pretty big stories. There's whistleblowers all the time that talk about NASA, you know, airbrushing photos of Mars and the moon. There seems to be this, you know, <clears throat> constantly people, you know, and I, and I agree. I look at those pictures of the moon bases and stuff. And I'm like, that looks like a rock, but I right. see some sometimes where I'm like, you know, what's interesting is, is Richard Hoagland has a lot of, which he makes money. He's an author. I'm not, I'm not about to suggest that he doesn't, you know, wildly speculate on certain things, but some of the stuff that he's proposed. And I mean, he was uh, a Cronkite's guy, his sci- his scientist. He worked, I mean, he's a subcontractor for NASA. He's a legitimate dude. Okay. He, he, um, he's been the curator of a bunch of different astronomical societies and other random stuff, but <clears throat> Uh, he he actually addressed the UN in '92 about <clears throat> that uh, the pyramids on Sidonia and all the stuff that they later mm-hmm. discredited because. But then people came out after that and said that NASA just airbrushed the photos at higher when they got higher resolution, whatever. But but hypothetically speaking, if let's say there was, let's say we were on the moon, let's say our military, let's say Lockheed was there, or Lockheed was on Mars or somewhere like that. I mean, that might throw a wrench into this whole thing because if we suggests that we have spacecraft 50 years into the future, then that means we're already 50 years into the future. So if you're talking about going to Mars in 30, in 20 years, what would they be doing in 50 years? Right. And and I honestly think that the, the, the biggest sign for that will, will definitely come out. If once these, uh, private companies start getting to a point where they're actually ready to launch, 
if our government intervenes with those launches and starts making laws about um, space travel and what can and can't happen, even with private companies, that's only going to help further prove your your. your Has that ever right. happened anywhere? Has the military ever I, outlawed I, anyone from I, going anywhere? I don't think so. There's a real big place they do that. Right. Well, I mean, where is it? Where is it? Antarctica. Isn't it odd to anyone that you can't go fuck around in Antarctica? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's okay, sure, because you'll die if you go, if you step I out mean, of your, sure. But who, what, what, why the hell does our government give a shit? Like, why do they care if like, nor other people like from, from other countries go there and just go, right. I'm just going to die here. Who cares? So maybe, I mean, maybe the, <laughs> like, the, 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 the space race for Mars is actually kind of a good thing because if it gets kibosh, that's going to, that's going to automatically tell you but that man, there's, if I were gonna there's test- something going on. If I were going to test it, so our government has the biggest, I mean, don't, we have the most bases in Antarctica. That's the least amount of, there's the least amount of people out there, right? I mean, of anywhere. Yeah, right. I bet you there's some wild shit in Antarctica. And I'm just saying that, yeah, if you see Mars or, or the moon or we start colonizing the moon or something, you know, get wild ass uh, weird laws like that, we should go look at Antarctica because uh, I bet there's some shit going down but there. But even when you start talking about that stuff, the stuff that, uh, that kind of stuff. May I don't know. Maybe I just don't have your imagination, but I would be worried <laughs> to even find that shit out. Well, but then yeah, well, honestly, like because the... once you find something like that out, it's one thing if you it know it. Your world it, up, yeah, it and does. You keep it to yourself, but then what? What the fuck do you do with it? Well, I, okay, I so... don't know. You stay up at late at night, write weird songs. That's what <laughs> no, I and and I just went through that when you were on tour, Mike. Remember, I said I said actually you. Both of you guys, as well as Jacob, a message about um, this man, you guest. You really miss Jacob. This guest. Yeah, he's been named after. I know a few that times face, man. <laughs> that face. It's, he's not here, and I don't have nothing to look at. <laughs> he thought he had nice shoulders. He's always what? Like, Fuck you, really? <laughs> Damn. I love you, handsome. Take man. your shirt off, and we'll talk. I'm in a room filled with. Sp- Superman everywhere. I'm just like I feel like I'm like. Speaking of aliens, yeah, he's. In- Maybe they'll Not be like that. Not my favorite alien. We've we've learned. But anyways, we'll move on with that before okay. Tommy gets hurt. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> so, Captain Randy Kramer, who I've been trying to search while you guys were talking, um, he claims that he spent almost twenty years on Mars on duty for the um, Earth Defense Force, which has been on more on Mars, and his. Story. Did you listen to Yeah, this? it was on Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you the link. Did you listen to that? I yeah, I've, I've heard him on... Oh I've heard other God. people talk about him on podcasts. This I read some stuff about him. This guy gave me the chills. Talking about species that I've learned about, that I've heard from witnesses that were pretty spot on. He talked about, you know, the, the, the way they lived there and the things he saw. And you know me. I need proof. Yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. fighting with you on these weird conspiracies. Well, that's crazier than anything. But I this know. guy, he got me. <laughs> he got me. And I believe it. I believe there is this Earth defense system, you know, this program, and that there's some... We're already there. We've been well, there. I mean, <sighs> at the end of the day... I, and, I mean, oh. the way that the... the way Okay, you got to think about the way that the Apollo program was shut down... And, you know, they were already approved yeah. up to Apollo 19 and immediately after Apollo okay, 17. At the, at the end of the day, if, if our government found a resource on the moon or on Mars that they could exploit or use to make them more powerful or more money, 
if they are willing to uh, hold back, like Mike said, a cure for cancer, if they found some any any re, one resource in space that made it worth them getting the money to do it, yeah, who's going to stop them? But it's yeah, so it's no, so exactly. compar- and it's so compartmentalized that the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing, and <clears throat> so I mean it's really dictated by the people that fund the, that 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 own the biggest piece of the pie. These contractors that, that have been there for decades probably are the ones that hold the secrets. And it's not going to be some guy that's there for four to eight years. They're not going to tell him anything. Right. So, I mean, you know, he's not need to know. So I don't know. I, I, it's, it's scary. How do I, I stay up late. Yeah. It's, I do weird podcasts and write weird music is how I, I, how I deal with that level of dark. Right. Uh, But I mean, honestly, like it's, I always, I always look at it this way. I've I've heard the Randy Kramer stuff, and I don't I don't know. Like it's tough. It's it's far. It's crazy. It's far. It's it's. It's but crazy. It's, no, I but, know. But and that's why I send it to you guys, being like, please but tell I, me but how look, crazy this right, is right. that I'm believing yeah. this. And I looked at it, and I look at it, and I don't. And I, you know, I mean, I've. Uh, who knows? I I don't. I wouldn't put it past because I don't know what fifty years looks like in the future. I don't know what hundred. Maybe there's like. I mean, maybe maybe there's you know, it's a hundred years or two hundred or three hundred years in the future. The amount of money that's been missing. I mean, you look at like what was it for just this decade? It's nine trillion dollars or something from the from the whole budget's gone. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you, could how that mu- fund a mission to Mars? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to talk about. What was the total cost of a mission to Mars? Was it nine trillion dollars? Because I mean, that's well, that's how much we money. Only- so far, NASA only has an approved budget of seventeen. Billion right, so it's going to take them for just next year. That's it. Yeah, so it'll for take them centuries to be able to to be able to, to be <laughs> right. able to afford that. So, so, but that's what I'm saying is like, so if there's nine trillion dollars from from money that's missing, I mean, granted, a lot of that's a lot of that's waste. Just you know, we can but make the see, argument. That's, that's, but but some of it's going to be black projects. But some there's of it's also, really going to there, be. There's also the skeptic in me that that would look at a story like that and be like, "There's a guy with enough military history." Maybe he's lonely and wants some attention, so well, he came to up sell with a cool story. <laughs> wants to sell a book or something, you know. I mean, it's I mean that's the skeptic. Again. I don't know. I, I, he, would which have is to... more likely? Well, what's okay? How so do you, no, how do you no? And this that? is why every time Mike brings me these crazy theories, I'm like, nope, nope. And he's throwing me facts, and he's like, I don't get why you don't believe this. But at the same time, no, I don't get not, how I believe this No, it's guy. not, but it's not about believing it. It's about taking it. So when I when I say something like, uh, you know, I... The, Moon, like, moon we base. had the conversation earlier. Yeah, today. Moon, moon base. I think. Well, what you're talking about is crazier than a moon base on Mars. So that's. <laughs> so I'm suggesting that I'm. Are we really going to chart this? Oh, we're going to yeah. go. Who's crazy? Are we going to talk about who who, who believes? I'm just crazy. simply saying this whole thing happened a million years ago, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like I, if you look if you look at anthro, anthropologically here, or no, that's not even right for the, if you just look at mythos. Uh, if you, you 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 have a lot of things here you you have uh you know you can you can calculate christianity and 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 lots of mythologies to being uh, cele- tracing celestial movements and being able to to chart long periods of time right. personified by 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 characters and deities that represent the celestial bodies that they're that they're tracking right mm-hmm. so so it's not a creature a character named zeus that was a physical or, or jupiter that was a physical body it was representing just the characteristics of the star yeah. that's that's that that's the idea okay or you can look at it in the from the perspective, like if you're reading the Mahabharata or something, and you're reading about these flying, 
flying uh, uh, ships and when they, they use terminology that makes it seem like there was a mothership scenario and also like smaller ones that operated in our gravitational field. When you look at that stuff and you're, when you read it and go, man, this is a three and a half thousand year old story. That's weird. And then you, you read it like, you're like, okay, now how did they think that up? That's pretty strange. And then they're like, oh, these things run on mercury and like, and then you feel like, oh, there is mercury that pools under pyramids. And you're like, that's weird. Just kind of nice. Oh, it's natural from the geology. I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's all really weird circumstantial I shit. I don't know. So like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I go down those rabbit holes too. But when I look at that scenario, I, I, I think of whatever's up there when I, when I see Richard Hoagland or any of these other dudes. Like, like, let's talk more about Richard Hogan because I know he's you interesting. Want to. He's real interesting. I mean, he's he's got his own, uh, you know, his own uh, <clears throat> reasons for doing stuff. I'm sure, but I mean, he is a guy who did address the UN about colonies in space and also establishing, really reiterating the legality of what it would mean to the rest of the world should say like India or China or America go up and find life, a plant on some other planet, uh, you know, an artifact from an ancient people on some other planet as we get into space exploration and really stir the argument who owns those properties, who, right. who owns the right to research that or to study that. Who owns that land right. even. Or, or, Cause that's a, that's a real important thing, but who owns the, who, like who, how do we not know that we're going to go to Mars thinking we're going to be able to colonize it and we're going to send all this equipment and five years later send a human and people be like, hey, or not people, but species be yeah. like, this is our land. I mean, no, <laughs> it, it was it was really like that. Well, who speaks for the human race? So like if we got up there, would, would it be like a, a UN scenario? I mean, you're really looking when, when these conspiracy theories that I that I get into in these rabbit holes that I go down. I, mean, I feel like Earth. I feel like well, Earth. But, but hold on, before you get to an interplanetary society, you have to establish a one planet kind of scenario. And exactly. I look and I look at and I look at it like this. You can you have two possibilities in this scenario. And I don't see how anyone can argue we're moving to that because globalists are realistically getting their way with things like the TPPIP. Well, TPIP might be broken up now since Trump seems to be against that. But when you look at NAFTA and these other types of things that you can argue good or bad whether whether right. they're good or bad, they 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 lower boundaries between countries. That when you look at things like the EU, you're 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 breaking boundaries between companies. You're establishing a centralized type of government agency. You're those are things that are very common in Europe. And it's being a Bernie Sanders supporter myself, it was something that I was contemplating going forward. As a, you and me both, right? So those All are three of us. it's it's that idea that you can't let let third world countries go through their own industrial revolutions while you have alternative fuels. It, it, it's 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 everybody's got to be one for all. So I, I'm looking at this. As the perspective that wouldn't it be an amazing thing to cover up if those societies that established, I mean, we still don't know how Machu Picchu was built right. and how, and how, I mean, Chichen Itza, all these amazing places that we go, yeah, we can't do that. And, and people go, yeah, they rolled, you know, I mean, this is some of this stuff you can't, you, you, it, it doesn't even seem possible to car or to, to, it, it seems Again, real unlikely. I, I, I come back, I come back to. But 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 the uh, what if there was already a society that was able to get back and forth that didn't use big planes, it didn't, didn't use rocket fuel, or didn't use even crafts that we could recognize? What if it was more of a spiritual type? It of doesn't communication? matter. What if it was ev that evolution? When you said you it, could evolu ev it evolve, matter, through, it, it doesn't that, matter. It doesn't matter, especially if it's on what, that type only, of higher the, level. The only thing that matters is what you can actually affect. Whether or not there was a society a million years ago, 
10,000 years ago or 5,000 years ago that had the ability to get to Saturn and back with balsa wood and glue (laughs) doesn't matter unless we discover what that technology was and how to use it. And more importantly, are unified as a people to where it becomes a mass norm. It's pointless. But that's what I'm saying. But we can't even ignore, but we have to acknowledge it first. And that's what I'm saying to even get to the point where we can acknowledge it. We have to, we we have two roads we can go down. This election was, was a pretty, pretty obvious point with this is that you had the, you had the two, you had the richest people on the planet I mean, you had you had foreign governments investing money. You had Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. You had I, I mean, you have you have every every major industry here. It was a capitalist election right out in front. I mean, it wasn't about the people. It was who could fund more money to what super PAC, and that ultimately disenchanted the American people, and they clearly made bad decisions. The media right. was controlled. The media was openly donating to to candidates and and, and voicing these opinions. We can't. We are looking for. Um, the uh, I mean, we are looking at a scenario like to even get to space, to even get to where we want to go. We're going to have to band together and we're going to be there able to band together under the ideals of an everyone's equal kind of thing or that there's an elite in this in this area until we even get there. I don't think we're ever really going to know about any type of something that might have happened in prehistory, something that might have happened on another planet, if there's even aliens. If if our government tomorrow came, if, if the world's governments came out tomorrow and disclosed and said, yep, there's aliens, they're coming this way, I would be skeptical that it was us with future technology trying to push people into some other weird scenario. Definitely. I mean, like, I that would be something that. that would cross my mind. Because sure. I don't think we're at a point where we can share information openly. I mean, you know, people won't even talk about why they voted the way they voted without screaming at each other. We're not going to tell people that there's a way or to save the planet. Without being honest right. and just accepting honesty. It's like, so us as a people, as we get into the space age and get into the prospect of meeting other of other entities, of aliens, of civilizations that we could possibly contact, of whatever, we're either going to get there on a... We're all one people. I hope that or, doesn't happen because that that same scenario. Or it's is us like, and them. Would I have wanted to meet my wife when I was fifteen? God no, because she would have probably hated me. I'm glad <laughs> she met me as. And an you ad- might have not even noticed her. Right. I'm glad that I met her as an adult, and I think that the human race is in the same place when it comes to other. It, everything happens the right time that it's supposed I to happen. I want disclosure. Definitely. I, I want disclosure. Me too, but, I but want, it needs to happen at the right time. I want alternative energy first. I, and definitely. I want, and I I, want, that's what's going to, that's what I feel is going to convince people that there's something else, you know? I honestly hope that we haven't met other intergalactic species because we, we aren't fucking adults well, yet. And also, and also, we have, right. that's yeah, and, and the ones that are speaking for us may not, They're we may not want speaking for us. And definitely then, not. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is that I'm scared we're already probably already there. But I, I also at, think that there's more to it that even though those are the ones speaking for us as a planet, these species are obviously more evolved than us that we're able to communicate through them ourselves in other ways but, but, that I don't that's why I, I don't think feel it's more, there's how are any they, type how are, of hostileness if, if or evilness met, because we're the, the the way that we can communicate consciously it it shows how like, how if it 
this is going to sound really condescending, and I don't mean it that way, but if we've met other species that have these capabilities, that have these understandings, that have these technologies, that has this higher level of consciousness, that's basically could very easily fall into a role of a, 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 a big brother to uh, humanity on, on better ways to live, better ways to think, better ways to care, better ways to feel, better ways to grow. Why aren't they intervening? Because, because it's not their place. Okay, here I have a, I have they a can't. I have a good. It's e- just like it's just like. Go ahead. I have a good I have a good example for this because I contemplate this question constantly. No, definitely. Because this is what I, I write songs question. about. And this, okay, so I because if they aren't and they could, doesn't that make them dicks? This will be a we're totally, gonna have to save this conversation for another for another podcast. No, but, definitely. But, but, it's, hold, but it's a, it's it's higher. This will be the that. next. This will be the next one because I want to have this conversation: religion versus versus uh, versus religion and and and, and UFOs. All right, really, like realistically, because that's it's what it's like it, when that's you have the, children and you want them to grow into their own self. You kind of have to let them well, live I their don't, own life, make their own mistakes. I feel I would let my to kids, me. I, we come I, I, from I, I, them. I, I have a fourteen-year-old daughter. If I allow her the freedom to make her own mistakes, but if she's about to pull a pot of boiling water over her face, I would stop her. Well, they didn't stop the Holocaust or yeah. or the Younger Dryas. So I mean, that's. Like, is the like, core of my skepticism. Oh, people. If they are there in these atrocious no, totally, things, especially after the atomic age, if they have not intervened yet, either they're assholes or There's they're not times. really there. But okay, so hold on here. No. Hold on, hold on. This is this is what I want to talk. This is here. This is for should be for the next podcast. I hope. Okay. We Let's should just leave talk it about. at this note then. Okay. All right, fair hold enough. on. There you go. If if maybe they can, because we can get into the idea of interdimensional travel and all this other stuff. And I am not a physicist and none of us are obviously, but of course we are fans of, of plenty of physicists My that minor. talk about this. So, but the, uh, the ability to interdimensionally travel to assume physical form in a place that you, that it would seems like it might be very difficult, much more difficult than traversing, tra- traversing distance. Uh, I mean, realistically bending space time, uh, and passing through a wormhole isn't necessarily passing into another dimension. So if hypothetically, let's just say that religion is right and we make the analogy oh, or religion, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, because yeah, your, your big just, thing is you just have a name. You have a name with problem. Like, you have a yeah. problem with names. Okay. So God, let's say, let's say God is just translated to creator. Let's just call it creator, not God. Sure. Because creator doesn't imply that he gives a shit whatsoever. Fought lots right. of dead be dads are creators. Lots right. of, you, it, 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 there's no implication and for. To say that the creator are these beings. And no one says we should worship the creator. No one ever. That's no. not. That's just maybe our 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 interpretation of the scenario. Let's just say, for instance, that you draw this the comparison to these altered states of consciousness through religion. These. Uh, apparition kind of viewings, these very ghostly types of, types of interactions that make us think of a spirit world is actually communication from another dimension that can't assume physical force here. What if there's something like that? Okay. What if that? What if that is also a type of a type of extraterrestrial that can see us but can't necessarily interact with us like in the physical form? Well, there's also the possibility that there's and we just call them gods. There's also the possibility that. Um, that you can't escape that we, they also look at us as a Petri dish and not something you would intervene with in the first place. Sure. So what if there's also terrestrial aliens? What if there's also extraterrestrial aliens? What if there's also 
I mean, th- that's what I think the real reality of it could be. Because if you're going right, to assume right, right, that any of it's right, possible, right. you assume that all of it's possible. Because it not, doesn't, I, one doesn't I'm sound not, more fantastic, really. I'm not making. An ex- uh, I'm not making. I'm not leaving uh, that there aren't possibilities where aliens would not intervene or cannot intervene. What I'm saying is, when you apply the uh, adjective "good" to an an alien society, if you're telling me they're good and they have intention, that kind of alien society has the ability and the could is, intervene. Okay, good is a very vague term based. because I think when you're that evolved, there's no term good or bad. That's the thing. We need to get our minds out of this evil, good, and bad, and sin. All these, so we're all talking these about type intent. of ideals that we're, we're forced to think of as humans it's, do not exist with these creatures. Well, it's because it's because they're different. Okay, so perspective here. It's this is probably human, for your other podcast, honestly. It's just a, honestly. an animal instinct, but, not but, even a human. It's but, an animal instinct. Sure, but let's have. even talk about our dogs. Let's talk about so, a, exactly. a, a really yeah. horrible thing it's that all of us have to go through compassion love okay when i when i had to put my cat to sleep and i and i sat with him on the table and i held his little paw and i looked into his eyes we had him for a decade did he knew some something bad was happening he saw them sticking the needle on him he got scared at that moment when he realized he would let's say he could comprehend death let's say he as a as an animal could comprehend that he was going to end do you think and let's say he had a, a, a a a very a very primitive uh, ability to distinguish good or bad or right or wrong. And all at the very primitive level that you could associate good with life and bad with death or evil with death okay. and good and good with life. That's the, that's very root stuff that kills right. is probably bad to you. Right. Um, so, but I had to, because he had cancer. So, and, and he was going to die anyway. So from his perspective, would he be right? You know, it's you, you, from our perspective, we can't possibly understand because, again, we're trying to understand God, even though it's not God. In my perspective, I, it I might be. It might saying. be creator, and yeah. I don't know if it is. This is just a theory. I have no idea if this is true, if this is the case or not. But I, but I, but I, you know, I, I read a lot of of ancient cultures. I read a lot of mythos. I was in, you know, interested in anthropology and particularly in things like that. So I, this, so I pay attention to this stuff. And there's a lot of similarities between, and especially with the way ancient people viewed the world. There might have been different ways we could have gone in evolution that would in, in, uh, give us the ability to ring up people a different way, ring up entities a different way than right. the way we might discover them now, which is from interstellar travel or, or something tangible right. with hard, with, with, with hard rocket science and Such stuff. Such as the CE5 experiment. Exactly. Right. Which we can, right. uh, which exactly. we can, which also proves the theory that I'm saying that they're more conscious aware. We can, we should talk about the CE5 experiment at length sometime because we never really well, discussed it. We should it. probably we do need, it again. We, we, we do. But, but the, the very first, we'll, uh, just a little preliminary or just a little, blurb about that i mean we we can all unanimously agree that there was a, a light in the beginning oh, definitely it was it was notable and i think we I all know felt it, that i'm not gonna presence i well, think we all f- i i did I, so uh, we'll go and i want to do it a few more times before i i, I jump definitely. that far in but i will say it was notable and it was notable only in the beginning and it it it, it made me want to do it again uh, because I don't know, I looked, I mean, we looked for satellites. I looked later that night for, you know, all of the plane traffic that I could get my hands on. It didn't look like a plane. It was interesting. It seemed to blink back at us. I don't know. Just in the very beginning. So. No, we definitely need to do that. Experiment. It's worth doing again. As, as the, uh, the, the, 
hardcore skeptic of the group, I will say <laughs> I saw a light in the sky that, that you blinked. Cannot, that, that you cannot explain. That How many times did it blink? How many different times? Three. Right. Oops. It's notable. Uh, when, we, when we blinked. But when we blinked. And that then I that's have it. no normal explanation Nothing after for, that. But that's all I can say right. about it. So you would say that you would probably want to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, the, uh, uh, so I, don't I would know. do it again <clears throat> if nothing had happened. Yeah, it's interesting. And if anybody else wants to join us too, and you're in the Tucson area, which is honestly the best sky in the whole West yeah, Coast, it's pretty beautiful. Um, not just because we have the best light pollution laws. Um, hit us up on Facebook, and we can get together and do C five. All right. Well, it's about that time. So you wanted to? Uh, that was that was fun. We we did a new format where we just kind of talked. It was good. I hope people. I, I liked it. I hope I people did. I enjoyed tonight. I'm really excited um, for the new format and working more with Tommy and recording more now that we're all here and. My, my favorite part is just staring at Mike while he goes down these rabbit holes, try, trying my best. Trying to convince us, trying to... <laughs> to keep up with what he's I'm saying. not trying to convince anyone. I'm just saying that's interesting to think about. Well, no, no and honestly, but definitely. I know we're on our way up, but honestly, that's, the, that's one thing I do really enjoy about talking with both of you, getting to talk with both of you about these things is you know how much of a skeptic I am, but... Our conversations aren't Even trying. Me. To, yeah. that we're not trying to convince one another, and that's the other thing I like. We're about it. it's I feel just like we're trying to make sense yeah. of it all together. Right. Uh, me, oh, I, I'm I'm a believer at heart. I I have a new shirt out that says "Bitch, I believe." Oh yeah, you gotta plug your. <laughs> I don't want to believe. I don't know. I believe, bitch. I believe, and so, you can buy that shirt exophilia.com. Um, but no, I believe, but at the same time, I'm really picky what I believe. I need to be, you know, really shucking up. I need to know that this is logical. This is, See, I, honestly, this is I honestly realistic. think even though convincing one another, I'm a skeptic as well. I, I know that, uh, convincing one another is not necessarily, no, on the not, manual no, of what not we're at doing, all, but making sense. Of if you all. convince me, I would be very surprised. And I'm open to it. I'm gonna. So. I'm gonna. That's great. That's all we need is open minds. That's all we're here for is to connect with more open minds. And I'm excited. And I hope everyone listening. I hope people are listening. Well, yeah. Send us feedback too. Uh, if there's anything we have you want to, an email address hear. people can we send do. Feedback to? It's theotherworldlypodcast at gmail If anyone, anyone, seriously, we're totally open. To if you want to be on the show, just talk to us about your experiences. If you have a UFO experience, an abduction experience, just any stories. Are we open to that nobody? Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh yeah, we're Dude, gonna read awesome. email. I don't know. I, I, don't I know will if we'll Alice say anything Cooper online. this shit all day. If you want to send us live tweets, and we're on Facebook, we're on everything. Um, yeah, totally. If you have questions, if you have um, people that you want us to have on the show, or if you yeah. even have stories that no one else will listen to or take seriously, we'll take you seriously. You know, we, we actually are going to be trying to get some guests pretty soon. So uh, we need to, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. So you got a song to play us out? Yeah. So um, our last song of the night is one of my favorite guys that have been doing it forever, Daft Punk. Um, this song is from their last album, and it's called Contact, and it, ac- it has actual um, Mission Control recordings. 
which are really cool. So I think it definitely sets the mood for what we have for you guys tonight. So enjoy that, and we'll be back with you guys shortly. All right, guys, till next time. Later. Greetings. Diameter, diameter. Uh, I don't know whether that does you any good, but there's something out there.